0: Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher.
1: Do we live independence on our soul life, our own thinking and reason, or do we live independence on the Spirit of God? That's the question you posed at the end of yesterday's programme, Colin. It's a matter of reason versus faith then.
0: Very often, yes. It's what mindset that we have. It isn't that God is unreasonable. It's just that he's beyond reason. Uh, I mean, the supernatural is beyond reason. And God has put his supernatural life within us so that we are not limited by our reason, but we can see God enabling us to live at a level that is absolutely beyond reason. It's inexplicable. You cannot explain uh, what God is doing because it is so much bigger and greater than the reason can understand.
1: Now, you're a man of faith. You've been teaching this and living this for, for decades, Colin. There must have been many a time, many an occasion, where reason must have really challenged faith.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> not so much in my own life, but in people around me. Because, of course, you've, you, you've got to communicate faith within the context in which you live. So um, it's one thing to know that you yourself are depending upon God and the revelation of what God is saying. It's another thing to then inspire those around you to do the same thing so that you're living in an agreement of faith. And this is one of the responsibilities and challenges of leadership, that uh, you've got to create a people of faith. The fivefold ministry, uh, Paul says in, in Ephesians, uh, is is um, to equip the saints for works of service to bring them through to the place of unity in the faith. And uh, so th- this is the business of leadership, to equip the people and to make them a people of faith. And there are lots of challenges in that because uh, people will tend to depend upon reason. And of course, the cleverer a person is, the more intelligent a person is, uh, the more they are likely to depend upon their reason. So there are, there are two categories of people, actually, that are more difficult to convert than, than others. One is the rich. and Jesus makes that very clear. It's difficult for the rich to get into the kingdom, more difficult than a camel going through in the eye of a needle, because uh, the wealthy don't, don't see their need of God their money supplies all that they need in the natural and so you have to wait until they have everything they want in the natural still feel dissatisfied so that they can come to an understanding that there is something more important than money that money cannot buy spiritual reality and fulfillment in life so the wealthy are the difficult ones the others are the very intelligent because they will um depend upon their reason and intelligence uh, instead of believing in God. So you see part of the pride of man, especially in Western society, is the attitude is we're too intelligent to believe in God today. Oh centuries ago people believed in God because they weren't as intelligent as we were, which is, of course is absolute rubbish. Uh, people were just as intelligent then as now. Okay, knowledge has increased knowledge has increased tremendously and, and is, uh, the, the rate at which knowledge is increasing is, is, is intensifying year by year by year. Uh, I can't remember the figures now, but um, you know, man's knowledge doubles every few years You just
1: now. need to watch University Challenge to realize that. Uh,
0: well, I wouldn't watch University Challenge, but I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you're probably right. Um,
1: what do you say to the person then who is really grappling with their mind but yet who wants to be a person of faith as well
0: well there's uh, the principle is still the same for the wealthy for the intelligent or for anybody else that the only way to come to um, a relationship with jesus christ is through repentance and faith now what is repentance repentance is a change of mind so even the most intelligent have to realize wait a minute my mind cannot think its way to heaven. My mind cannot produce the supernatural power of God. My mind can influence my life, but my mind cannot create the supernatural. So, uh, repentance is a change of mind, it's a complete change of mindset. It's it's a complete reorientation of a person's thinking. So uh, just as the wealthy need to see their need of God, so the intelligent need to see their need of God. Because intelligence doesn't produce happiness, doesn't produce fulfillment, and doesn't produce eternal life, doesn't produce salvation, doesn't produce forgiveness. It doesn't produce anything of lasting eternal significance, no matter how clever a person is.
1: But when you see an intellect brought under the power of the Holy Spirit, what do you see there?
0: You see that reason is the servant of revelation and doesn't try to become the master over revelation because God... Can only be known through revelation he reveals himself he reveals the truth through his word he reveals his purpose by the spirit and um, reason cannot produce revelation so you know people say oh we're, you're, you're saying that that we're to deny our reasoning powers no 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 not at all reason has been given us by god why because you need to use your thinking abilities to understand what God is saying through revelation and then to translate that revelation into action. It's no use having revelation unless your mind takes hold of what God is saying and influences the will to make the right decisions according to the revelation that you've received. So reason is absolutely essential. But when a person exalts his reason above the revelation of God's word, then he has abused this gift that God has given him. He has totally misused reason. And we do that through unbelief, we do that through pride, through pride of intellect. Uh, and that's not clever because it's what actually leads people into bondage. So if we um, go to verse 26 of Romans 8, we see in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We, in ourselves, we are weak. Remember, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, you see, our soul life is very intelligent, and we have all kinds of abilities, and our bodies can do all kinds of things. But Jesus is really saying that without the work of the Spirit, the power of the Spirit, that which we produce simply by our natural means is worth nothing. It has no eternal significance or value. It means nothing to God. Because he makes available to us his supernatural that is so much greater and stronger than the natural. He gives us the life of the spirit that is so much greater than the life of any soul. He gives us the mind of Christ, which is so much greater than the wisest and most intelligent intellect. So, you know, to depend just upon our natural resources is to grieve God because it ignores all the spiritual life and vitality and power that he makes available to us. That's
1: actually very interesting because you can have a—we've been talking about the intellect— you can have a person who has not been well-educated in a worldly sense with enormous amount of godly wisdom.
0: That's true. Um, uh, You you know, the the important thing is that intellect is informed— not just by natural reason, but intellect is informed by revelation of God's Word and the Spirit, so we know what the will of God is. We know what the plan and purpose of God is. We've then got to do it, and that's where reason and obedience and everything else comes in. But the important thing is that we are accepting what God says. We're not grieving him by closing our minds to what he is saying because we think we know better now you see this the wrong kind of attitude when people come to the scriptures and say well i believe that but i can't believe that i can't believe that part or i don't think that's right you see that is gross pride isn't it of setting your mind up your opinions up above the revelation of truth that god has given and um, praise god he he can forgive such attitudes but most people don't realize how proud they're being when they raise their own reason and their own thinking above the revelation that god gives in his word so we are weak in ourselves but you see that once you realize that it's a great help You see, I'm under no illusions that that in my self-life I'm very weak. But that helps me to throw myself in dependence upon God. And so I've learned over the years not to trust myself, because if I trust myself, I will fail. But if I trust God, then I will succeed. And my testimony is God continually putting before me things I cannot do, and then enabling me to do them. Why, because I know that if I trust him, I will be able, that God does not put things before me to make me feel an impossible failure, but so that by trusting him, I can do what I could never do in my own weak, natural self.